Hi, SD Besties, and welcome back to the Sounds Like Spa podcast. I'm your host, Maggie Walker, Associate Managing Editor of Skin Inc. And today I have a very fun special guest with me. We will be diving into all things LED as well as microcurrent. So I am joined by Tara Peterson, who works for New Face. I'm going to let her introduce herself, though, because I always think that my guests will do a much better job than I will. So take it away, Tara. Hi, everyone. I'm Tara Peterson. I am also an esthetician. I've been an esthetician for over 20 years. I'm the co-founder, um, microcurrent esthetician and CEO of New Face, and we are the pioneer of at-home microcurrent devices. Um, so I'm really excited to talk all about beauty tech and biohacking and everything that we can enhance our clients' experience, both in the treatment room as well as when they venture off at home and their at-home skincare routine. Yeah, awesome. I know I'm super jazzed for today's topic because I feel like LED has been going nuts. Like light therapy in general has just been like blowing up lately, um, both on the consumer end of skincare and in the professional side of skincare. So I'm really excited to just dive in. So let's get to it. So one thing that you'll probably love is I was on TikTok last night and it was a, I don't even think she was an esthetician. Maybe it was just a normal consumer. And she was like, if you're not using your red LED mask on your head to um, grow hair, you're missing out. And I actually thought it was very, very smart because we know the health benefits of Red LED, it's not just for the skin, it's for the scalp, it's for hair growth, it's for sleep. Um, but I was like, gosh, that's such a smart, like, multi-benefit approach and hack to actually wearing your LED mask on your head so it helps to grow hair. Yeah, no, that's, like, so dual purposeful because usually, like, you'd almost, like, buy a whole other gadget for, like, your head or whatever, however you want to do it. But they're like, yeah, no, just same one, just... Up on the head. I do need to do my research to make sure like the nanometers are the same and the depth and there yeah. could be some like, because with microcurrent, there's like a different recipe to do different things. And I have to imagine that red LED may be the same. So I need to, I need to do a deeper dive into that. But I thought it was interesting. Yeah. An interesting little like hack that someone, yeah. you know, was just like, hey, check this out. But no, I know. And I feel like I've been seeing the like actual like masks all over, like the ones that like not like the not as much with the hand, like the full on mask. And I feel like it's almost just for the visual aspect. Not that they're not beneficial, like obviously they are. But I know I've been seeing those everywhere lately on like TikTok and Instagram. Everywhere. Everywhere. TikTok can be really beneficial, but also super dangerous at the same time, like yes. at devices. There's this kick of like, oh, buy a $50 at-home microcurrent device. It's cheaper because it's not FDA cleared. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like hitting my forehead going, consumers have to be smarter than this, right? Like, <laughs> because it's not FDA cleared, like, doesn't mean that that's why it's cheaper. That's, it's, it's just, because yeah. it's crap. And yeah. It's dangerous. And do not put that on your face. So- there's benefits to TikTok and social media, but there's also like this there's real, scary side. Like you're like you're feeding public 
incorrect, dangerous information. So it's actually really concerning. Yeah. No, there that is like the really hard part with like I like with like skin fluencers who, you know, don't I even saw a video the other day, um, and an esthetician got on and she was so upset because she was like, Okay, I've been seeing this far too often and I have to say something. She was like, you guys are not doing your skincare in the correct order. She goes, and it makes such a difference. And I guess so she was saying on a lot of videos recently, she sees people doing moisturizer and then serums. And I was like, what? Just like like things that like I feel like because we're in the industry, we're like, why would you ever? But yeah. I've seen people do SPF and the moisturizer over it. And I'm like, what is going on here? I know we're all aligned as estheticians that... Hey, like, you know, we know the order you need to put your skincare in. And just because you have a social media following doesn't mean that you're now an esthetician and a skin expert. So I think that they do. There needs to be a line in the sand of leave skin health to estheticians, dermatologists. Yes. And everybody else kind of, you know, get out of the sandbox. And get out of the sandbox. Too many people playing in the sandbox. Well, it's just conflicting information. You're like, what do I believe? It's like, do I believe you or do I believe you? You know? So, anyways, a tangent that we could go down and talk about for like at least forever. Um, so, when it comes to more like device developments, though, or like if you want to specifically go into like LED light therapy and even microcurrent, like what have you been seeing in terms of like, Maybe not even just trends, but like developments and things that are like new or like really getting like promoted now. Well, microcurrent, we've been specializing in microcurrent for over 50 years. So my mom was one of the first estheticians here in the U.S. to utilize microcurrent. So she was so cool. very advanced for her time. When we launched New Face, we had a big professional machine. And then we launched or at-home device, and it was our estheticians that actually told us, like, oh, we want a handheld device to use in treatment room. Um, so the technology, the capability, everything really has evolved. At-home devices have evolved. When we launched, we were, like, one of a few at-home devices. So at-home devices as a category is really growing. So yeah. You're not using an at-home device, maybe microcurrent, red LED, use this as a sign to get yourself an at-home device because it truly will take your results in your skincare to the next level. So what I've seen with kind of advancements within technology, primarily it's around personalization. So just like we personalize our skincare well, now you have the ability, especially with smart devices, that you can personalize your at-home beauty tech. And yeah. so when the device actually pairs with an app, you can choose an input data, like an intake form just has, we have our client complete an intake form when they're in spa with us. There's apps that you can actually complete their intake form and the algorithm will give you a specific treatment that you should be doing based upon what you're telling the app. So well, that's awesome. The level of personalization is really, it's kind of a common thread 
that you'll see with beauty tech, which I think is really, really cool. Um, I mean, being able to do more where there's multi-benefit devices. So yeah. microcurrent mm -hmm. and red LED or red LED and microcurrent. So it's not just one technology. Coupling technologies is really, really popular. It's exactly what we would do in the treatment room. So coupling microcurrent, a professional microcurrent with red LED is so popular. We see it all over social media of how estheticians are really coupling technologies. Um, so allowing the client to do that at home as well. Um, as an in-between to their professional treatments, I always say nothing is going to replace your professional treatments. Even at-home skincare will not replace your professional treatments. You still need to come see us as the professional. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would say those big things, coupling technology and personalization within at-home devices are the big trends that I'm seeing now. Yeah. No, those are both... Uh I think you definitely hit like the the nail on the head there, especially with the apps. I feel like the the including of apps and having like app based devices has really become like a big trend that a lot of people are like wanting now, especially like being able to go into an app and be like, oh, this is the five minute treatment I want to do. Or as an esthetician, being able to be like, OK, you're buying this device. That's great. These are these are kind of like in the app you're going to see these options these are the ones we want you to do and being able to kind of like really tailor their home care to that i think has been like huge this last year especially well it also takes kind of the responsibility of the job of the esthetician to train the client on how to use it now assuming that it's a um you know well created app yes. that the app will train the client on how to use the device in particular like it also can train the esthetician right of how to properly use the device on their clients and so it technology is i mean we're going to see more and more of it and it really will optimize both your in-office treatments or in spa treatments as well as your at-home treatments yeah, no, definitely 100%. I agree with that. Um, anything specific to the treatment room you've kind of been seeing? I feel like what you said is like, personally, like my experience in the treatment room, it's either multifunctional devices or like using more than one device. Like I feel like gone are the days where you might like do like a little add-on device kind of thing. And that was like really fancy. I feel like now it's like at least you're using two different types of devices in a treatment. 100%. I mean, clients want some type of beauty tech on their skin. Yes. You know, I relate. And we, we as estheticians need to stay competitive, right? Like dermatologists are no longer just recommending a topical. You go in their office and they're like, you need an IPL, you need a laser, you need Morpheus, you need microneedling, you need, you know, like it's all this beauty tech that they're recommending. And so we as estheticians need to stay competitive on being able to give our clients result-driven treatments. Yes. And so beauty tech will really help us as estheticians stay competitive in that space as well. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think there's definitely kind of like an art and a beauty. I feel like there was, I've heard like discussions, there were things where people were kind of like saying things along the lines of like, oh, like can't anyone really use a device on your face and treatment, whatever. 
I feel like there is an art in being able to use a high, like high tech device, do a high tech kind of treatment and make it still feel spa. I feel like there's, it's very easy to lose that. And it's like, it's an art form to really make it still a relaxing spa treatment. 100%. I mean, I have such like very specific thoughts on this because I am one, I get treatments all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very, I'm a very discerning client <laughs> and I, I, I love to be touched. But what I'm trying to say is like the power of touch, I think is one, it's so relaxing. And I think it's yes. so important that even for, for us who we specialize in beauty tech, I always begin a treatment with doing a scalp massage. Oh, we, but why do I do that? One, it's like instantly puts you in a relaxation mode. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Your your first reaction was like, I, I do too. Like, right? So one, it's relaxing you. But yeah. two, it's actually our facial muscles wrap around to our scalp, right? So if you're really tense and you're like wound up, one, the scalp massage will help you relax, but also will help kind of relieve that tension within your facial muscles and so then as a practitioner we can go in and we have better ability to sculpt the facial muscles if they're more relaxed and not kind of wound up so it's twofold why we do this but again you're you're not replacing that power of touch and i always recommend to our our own personal estheticians as well as all of our partners like do not replace new face with a facial massage. Those are like, you still want to do facial massage. And so that balance between really that physical touch and beauty tech there, there is this beautiful balance that you can achieve. So the client is walking out very relaxed and rejuvenated, but also looks rejuvenated at the same time. Yeah. Well, and even I had um, an experience with like a high tech facial once and every time they were like done with the device before almost kind of similar to like when they would transition, you know, like a kind of a transitioning move as they would like first put their hands back on. You know what I mean? Like they reestablish that sense of touch, but yeah. they just jump into the next part. Yeah. 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 There's I mean, it's there's. The ability to have the balance, but also sometimes clients don't want it. They want to kind of like get in there 30 minutes, like yes. my microcurrent treatment or my red LED and I want to go. Like there there has to be this balance and we need to meet the client where the client is and when she or he wants it, needs it. And so, you know, even those 30 minute lunchtime treatments are really popular um, as well because sometimes we just don't have time for all the fluff. Yeah. No, and that is such a good point because fast facials have been like a humongous trend and just consumers just being like, I feel like it's it's almost a step in making facial, get, getting facials and like going to the spa more of a maintenance step. And in order to do that, I think consumers like very much so are leaning towards like, they're like, well, I don't have time to sit for as much as I would love to in a maintenance aspect of getting my regular facial. I don't have time to sit in the spa for hours on end getting these treatments. And I do think devices come in so handy with being able to do high, like they're efficient, they give great treatment results, and they're quick. 
And like, I think devices are a great method to that because that is so big right now. Yeah. No, it's, it's so true. And then on top of it, it's the travel time, right? To get there, yep. go do your treatment and then get back. I mean, you would think that we all would make time, but even in a professional microcurrent series, we would have clients come into the spa. They would see us twice a week. So an hour each session for six weeks. But what we found is by week like five or six, they're like, we can't commit to this time anymore. Yeah. So once it came to their maintenance of once a month, they were kind of tapped out time wise. So that's where we actually created the new phase is to really help with that time commitment but they also could continue those treatments at home. So their their muscles aren't forgetting what we just did in the treatment room, right? So that muscle memory of microcurrent. So there is this synergistic element of what we do in treatment and what we do at home is just so important in continuing your at-home treatments with beauty tech. Yeah. It makes our job that much easier. No. No, a hundred percent. And I feel like, okay, so sort of switching gears a little bit, but we've now talked about like fast facials and like also like multi-purposeful devices. So I know New Face just came out with it, with an LED attachment, right? We did. So what are like the, why, why did you guys decide to go the LED route? I'm just like very curious on this, but also like can you explain a little bit why microcurrent and LED work so well synergistically together? Yeah. So we launched our Trinity Plus, which is our second generation Trinity. So our first generation Trinity launched in 2011. And then that particular device still has three attachments, one of which is red LED. So we've been within red LED since 2013. However, with the Trinity Plus, that's where we just launched our Trinity Plus wrinkle reducer attachments. So we basically took all the learnings from our previous model and enhanced it with our new Trinity Plus wrinkle reducer attachment. So when you think about microcurrent and red LED, they do very different things, but they're very synergistic. So microcurrent is working on the muscles, it's working on the cells, it's working on ATP, it's working on collagen elastin. But what you get visibly is that instant lift, tone, and contour of the face. Okay, yeah. So in treatment room, we lift and contour and sculpt the face. Mm-hmm. So more the the structure of the face, the shape of the face. Okay. Where red LED comes into play, it's more of a topical treatment. So think about glow of the skin, reducing fine lines and wrinkles, plumping up the skin, the thickness of the skin. And so where microcurrent works from the inside out, red LED works from the outside in. So you're basically like tackling these age-related occurrences from the outside in and the inside out and so so 
that's where when I say coupling technologies, you're going to get to your ultimate destination a lot faster is because you're hitting the epidermis, dermis, and then with microcurrent, the muscles and the deeper layers of the, of the skin. So again, that's why you see so many celebrity estheticians always use microcurrent and always use red LED together. In fact, you would use your red LED first, and then you follow up with your microcurrent. Oh, okay. Interesting. So that's the differences. Think about red LED, fine lines and wrinkles, microcurrent as the muscles. Very cool. So so what are some of the other benefits of LED and light therapy, would you say? So it depends on the color. So... Most of what we're talking about is red LED. So you have red, amber, and infrared. So amber is going to be more of the topical. So think of um, even hyperpigmentation, like fine lines. Red is going to be deeper. Think about kind of those medium lines. And then infrared goes even deeper into the skin. So think about those coarse lines. So typically red LED, if you see red LED masks, typically they have all three. And you want to make sure when you're looking for a red LED mask or a professional panel, you want to make sure that they have all three. Because again, you want to hit all three layers of those fine lines and wrinkles. But there's also blue LED. So blue LED is going to be more of a topical, so it kills the bacteria, so it's great for acne. Okay. And so that's going to be, an, that's going to be more shallow than your, than your amber light. Oh. And then you have green light, which is between the blue and the amber. You have green, which is going to be a little bit more for hyperpigmentation. However, there's very, there aren't any clinical studies to say green light is actually proven to be beneficial. There's clinical studies on on blue light. There's clinical studies on red LED and all the variations of red LED, but not green light. So green light's still kind of a question mark of does it actually work? Yeah. Oh gosh, interesting. Um I'm just like digesting all that. That was so much information. Sorry, that was great information. Like I, especially between the red, amber, and infrared, I had, I've never had it broken down for me like that, which is like just super interesting. Yeah. And it's, it's nanometers. So that's how it's the spectrum of light, right? So we have light all around us, just like we have frequency all around us. So you have LED, essentially light all around us, and then you have microcurrent all around us all the time. And that's the cool thing about this, both of these technologies is that they're they're more holistic approaches to anti-aging so unlike lasers yeah where lasers literally can be burning holes in your skin and injuring the skin to increase collagen production both microcurrent and red led are naturally increasing collagen production or muscle tone without injuring the body and i think that's a big difference between why estheticians use red LED and microcurrent so frequently is it truly is just kind of helping your body repair itself rather than injuring the body to trick it to repair itself. Um, 
So microcurrent and red LED in general are very effective ways to help increase that collagen, elastin, muscle tone, thus reducing fine lines and wrinkles and lifting and toning the face. So if you haven't invested in a professional machine or even an at-home um, device for yourself, I highly recommend it. Um, and of course, New Face has the Trinity Plus Pro, which you could use both in treatment room as well as retail to your clients. Very nice. Um, that's my plug on New Face. <laughs> You're like, that's it. There's the shameless plug. It had to come in. Yeah. There it is. Um, oh, I just had a question too. And I and it slipped my mind because something you said like triggered a thought and I was like, oh, I want to know more about that. And then it just He's around Dr. Sturm because I could see your eyes like light up like you had a question. Like, Oh, yes. Okay. So something that you said that I thought was so interesting because I feel like they don't necessarily seem like they go together. So I love how you phrased it that these devices act as like the the microcurrent and the LED are holistic skincare. Because I feel like when you think holistic skincare, you don't connect technology necessarily to it, if that makes sense. So I thought that was like such an interesting connection and I loved that. So biohacking. So biohacking is a huge trend that's going on now, but we've actually been biohacking. New Face has been biohacking for 50 years since we've been using microcurrent. Red LED is a, an amazing way to biohack and biohacking is essentially doing things that improve your cellular activity. Yeah. Right? Taking supplements, exercising, uh, intermittent fasting, microcurrents, red LED, uh, meditation. There's So we've been biohacking along the way, but the word biohacking has been kind of newer to mainstream to kind of umbrella all these things that we've been doing for so many years yeah um or some of us have been doing for so many years but it's such a great way to really help heal from within and make sure that your cellular health is at an optimal um and so where microcurrent red led they're natural forms of biohacking a laser treatment is not interesting okay i love that i love that little breakdown because you're right biohacking has been huge oh my gosh i keep hearing that like pop up everywhere that's been a very buzzy word this year yeah yep i've done a number of talks on biohacking and it's there's so many ways you could biohack and i think it's just reminders of all these different ways that we can enhance our lives and you know in this day and age where we're thrown so much information constantly via social media you know it's it's really a way to kind of detox all of that um to really preserve our our cellular health i feel like um there's so much <laughs> there's so much science that goes into it that it can almost be like intimidating where i feel like people just kind of like jump on the bandwagon without really like understanding all the science behind it sometimes not necessarily estheticians like because this is you know their livelihood much more like consumers so I always find it so interesting 
kind of like what you were saying earlier where people are like oh you can get this uh, like for super cheap here and it's just like there is a reason that you're getting it and there's so much science that goes into these devices that I feel like people kind of forget about or like don't do their research in before like just kind of like jumping on in um so I was talking to a world-renowned plastic surgeon he's based here in San Diego his name's Dr. Karam and I've done lives with him like four different times and he's a phenomenal plastic surgeon and we're talking about trends and one thing one of the many things that we believe in is you don't want to be part of a trend, right? Because trends fly in and fly out. Yeah. There's either not enough data to prove that it works. And nine out of 10 times, like think about how many, like Kybella, for instance. Years ago, we heard about Kybella. Everybody was doing it. And now you like, never hear about Kybella anymore and so and that's because there was a lot of adverse reactions to it and so what we were agreeing on was like you don't want to be part of a trend so if something like flies in you hear about it like so much and then like all of a sudden it like goes away and you never hear about it again like take the time pause let everybody else do it if they want to do it. But, you know, let time really determine if it works or not. And I think that's another kind of affirmation, if you will, that microcurrent red LED work is they've been around for decades. And yeah. so when you start incorporating them into your professional practice or at home, you know that one they're effective and they're safe and they work and i caveat that and asterisk that with do your research on the manufacturer because just because they say it's red led or microcurrent there's variations to all of them mm -hmm. right they could say oh it's a red led machine and it has like literally two lights and you're like how effective could that be or they could say it's microcurrent and then it's literally contracting the muscles. That's not microcurrent. So you want to do your research and make sure that you you research the manufacturer and also make sure that it is FDA cleared because the rigor that we go through as a manufacturer to prove that it's safe and to prove that it's effective, it's not only through the FDA clearance process, but you get audited like every year by the FDA. So you need to make sure that you're keeping in line with yeah. all the regulations and requirements around um, being FDA clear. So always make sure those devices that you purchase are FDA cleared because it's, it's really insurance for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so something you kind of said there that stuck out to me too that I'm also thinking about is because you're right. You don't want to be like a part of a trend that like is going to fly in and out. And I do feel like in the spa industry very often a lot of the like really nice trends we see aren't anything new. Like for example, I feel like this year retinol and like other forms of retinol was very trendy. But retinol has been around for so long. 
So why do you think now, like you said, like microcurrent and LED have both been around for a very long time. So why do you think there is this like new buzz that's really, especially with like light therapy, I feel like, but with both, there's been this new buzz that's really been like catering and focusing. Like, why do you think all of a sudden it like kickstarted up again where people got obsessed? I think that people just became obsessed with it. And then the power of social media, more and more people are talking about it. And so it's kind of that re-education. Um, New Face was going viral last year. And we're like, what is going on? And it was on TikTok. And it was just these people that were buying it. And they were lifting half their face. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is sorcery. Like, look how crazy this works. Um, I think the same thing, you know, even opening up our conversation of using red LED on your on your head, the hair mask. There's like different uses that come into play that like become make it more popular. Um, but yeah, like retin A, vitamin A, retinol, like they've all been around for forever. Um and more and more people are getting educated on the benefits of them. Um, you know, the same like you need a vitamin C, you need a sunscreen. Like there are some like must haves that are like non-negotiable. Obviously, those are some of them. I wonder if it's the visual aspect too. Like you said, like uh, New Face was going viral last year because people were doing a very specific lifting half their face that's so visual. Red light therapy, whenever I've seen it on with the masks, you know, especially with the like, I call them like ghost face masks because that's kind of what they look like. With those masks and stuff like that, like they're very, very visual technologies. So I wonder if that might just be why too, like you said, social media kind of picked it up and because it's so fun and visual, it just really like kickstarted something. Well, and there's also a lot of brands have introduced red LED. So the more brands are offering a common technology or product, the more hype it's going to get. Like before, like not every brand had Retin-A. Now like every single brand has a Retin-A sunscreen, you know, the same thing. You know, I was listening to a podcast or actually I was doing a live with my mom and she was talking about how in the 80s, like sunscreen, like wasn't a thing. And I was thinking like, is that the weirdest thing that you've ever heard that like sunscreen, like was it e- like essentially was it wasn't around in the 80s? This may have been the 70s. I forget when sunscreen was was developed. Um, but I was like, that is like mind blowing to me. Yeah. That is like just crazy to think that like something that is so staple and necessary and is every single because even like in more recent years, has it been weird to me to think that like I did not. I, it was not always second nature to me to apply sunscreen every day, not just when I was going out in the sun. And even that like kind of to so to think that there was ever a time that it just wasn't even there. Right. That's wild. I know. Wild. Wild behavior, unhinged, in fact, I would say. But I forget your question. You asked me a question. I don't even know what you asked me. We know we answered it. It was why we got so kickstarted up again. So we answered it. Okay. Okay. Good. Don't worry. We did a great job. Okay. (laughs) Um, but I mean, in terms of like the LED discussion, I feel like we've covered it. I'm ready for game time. It is my favorite time. But I just want to make sure there wasn't any other kind of like little nooks and crannies you wanted to deep dive into about 
microcurrent or LED. No, I think we've done a great job. Yeah. No, you really broke down the science of that. Like my, I think like it's a Monday, guys. You have to understand today is Monday. So like to listen to this science, my brain was like, listen, we didn't have enough coffee. We're, we're trying to like really slowly computing everything that's been given to us. But no, like the science you went into is awesome. I'm, I'm such a little nerd for that stuff. So I love well, it. and I really try to simplify it. Like that's how I like I am too. Like I take this like really complex concept and I like simplify it so like I can understand it. But like I simplify it in my head so I can understand it, you know? Um, but I'm glad that it resonates with you. Yeah, no, I love it. I I really do. Um Okay, so game time. So this is super fun. Oh, I have to get my phone because I don't know how to set a time. Well, I know how to set a timer, but it's easier to just do it on my phone. So we're going to play rapid extractions, which is really just like me asking you questions and you have 30 seconds and we're going to see how many you can answer and get through. Okay. Okay. Ready for rapid extractions. Oh, I have to start the timer. I almost started without even starting the timer. Okay. So we have 30 seconds on the clock. And what is your favorite part of your skincare routine? my nighttime routine what is your favorite new face attachment to use the facial trainer who is your celebrity crush they're <laughs> like no Kelsey guy's pretty uh pretty hot and relevant right now <laughs> that's so funny because i have a t- i have a taylor swift or travis kelsey one um favorite hobby watching tv i I really do want to ask you this one best aesthetic tool like beauty device tool yeah like just any kind of like tool in the in the treatment room new face i mean (laughs) you're like i'm getting new face (laughs) all right um so that was 30 seconds i really i trumped i got you on that celebrity crush one who else Yeah, I'm not a big uh, celebrity, like, crush person. But. Oh, really? <laughs> You're like, well, I did have on there, I was going to ask you if you were uh, Taylor Swift versus, or Travis Kelsey. Are you a Swifty? Yes. Big time. I did not go to the concert, though. I was going to ask. I was going to say, are you going to go to the um, the Eras Tour, the movie that's on, like, October 13th? No. I guess but not big of that big of a fan. I feel like I'm aged out of that one, but I mean, that wraps up our podcast for today. We ended on a little Swifty note, a little Swift yeah. for you guys. Hope you guys are all Swifties out there. That's going to be the poll. Are you guys a Taylor Swift fan or not? Yeah. Like, on this whole podcast, the most, the tiniest, <laughs> most relevant part of the whole podcast. Yeah. That's going to be my poll. But anyway, I hope you guys liked it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. My little shameless plug moment. Please make sure to like, follow, subscribe, all the things. We love making these little podcast episodes for you guys, so we hope you like them too. And we will catch you in our next one. Bye, ST Besties. Bye.